All good. Oh, yes, and we are live. Greetings, everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Architects of Podcast, episode 118. And um, just before I get into everything, um, I just want to just spend about two minutes just talking on this morning, this morning I turned on my phone and I found out that they even had it, but it's for a side. Uh, if you guys know, we actually spoke to him earlier this year. Uh, he's a friend of mine, man, and he was a good dude, man. He was a real solid guy. Uh, I liked him. He supported me, he supported my work, he came through my shows, my art exhibitions, he supported me online, comments, liking, sharing. And, you know, those things mean a lot to me. Um, so when I found out this morning that, it, I mean, the, the guy's got a, a wife and a kid. Um, and when I found out that just to, you know, when I did, I actually saw a post because his brother's actually doing a crowdfunding. That really broke my heart. Um, it, really, it, it, really, it really broke my heart. Um, and when I read the whole thing, um, my, heart, my heart just dropped to the ground. And, and uh, I don't really know what else to say. Um, and I don't want to just, you know, we still do a lot of things. So I just put on the spot by the time. I just find that the suicide rates are not related to that. And I'd rather have the result in here because it's a very good effect in my life as well. And it's just sad news, man. So, yeah, man, um, anyway, just moving on from there. Uh, guys, you know, um, This is a super one of the reasons why this is recording. So this is part of my Sunday note. Um, but anyway, man, um, today, 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 Ecosystem, so he does a lot of writing, curating, and so forth. And he was working on a um, on a group show with the upper Asi Bienze um, uh, art uh, art stu- uh, studios, and they got a and they got a show called the Intercity View, which is now currently in set. And so we're gonna have a look at it. We're actually gonna do a walkabout with Nolan before, and then talk about the show afterwards. So we're actually structuring this episode a bit differently. So we do a walkabout in the beginning. Or rather, I'm, 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 I'm just explain to me what the show is about. Um, and then we'll do the walkabout, <coughs> look at some of the works, and then we'll pick his brain afterwards. So, my brother, Nolan Stevens, firstly, my brother, thank you for coming. Welcome. Uh, how are you? How are you? How you been? Um, I think I should be saying that. It's like it's a real honor to do a platform. You know, like we haven't Hello. spoken. And you're out there in the world and shit stuff sorry I shouldn't swear professional, swear, my professional. Brother, this is the platform for this type of shit you can you can you can say shit yeah you will not be censored um okay. this is a platform okay. for the artists for people like me and you my brothers people this is a platform for people to talk about their art to talk about process and talk about things we love dearly and um my brother like um you know you sent me this uh the press release on the show and some of the and some of the artworks it looks it looks it looks pretty cool um they seem like there's some really cool stuff um some sort of really cool work a lot of mixed media a lot of paintings um and some really wild styles and there was there was one surreal painting which looked really really interesting and maybe we'll have a look at it in detail a bit later um so just for my listeners man can you just give us a just a quick rerun of what's the show about um where is it at and how long is planning and then we'll just Take it from there. Yeah. All right. Um. So I work for a very new and gallery space here of Johannesburg called Assisibente Art. Um. We are literally throw away from Park Station. Um, with that comes some sort of some difficulties, right? Like, they're too scared to come into the city. Let's face it, if you're an artist, you are trying to make your art. 
and people try to make a living of their art by selling to the people who have money to buy art. And in the city, people with enough paper to buy art um, are people in the north, right? So our the property company, very good relationship with Sadlam Private Wealth, and that is how this all got, right? So we are currently exhibiting in Sadlam Sadlam Private Wealth's gallery, way up on the sixth floor of this building. But the exhibition itself is by right. It's called Inner City Views, and the roof of Marvin Bay City Blues, right? Yeah, and I'm sure you. Life, right? City Blues was all about Black Lives of America, right? And the people went through during the 1960s and 70s, right? So I didn't want to that of the complexities and challenges artists, we are, which are predominantly Black, they live through on a day. But I know I could have come through to Santon and very nice show about life and hardy dog, all that kind of stuff. But that would not want to be a real show. I wanted to give audiences, all the audiences here in the north, sense of what it's like to be in the city of Johannesburg, right? And how that in the exhibition, which you will see, is. Um, Walls that the works are on when we got to Santon to start curating the very much in a very grid-like way. If you can imagine the way those looked, you know, grid, grid-like, ordered, you know, work would be put up on foot because Sunlamp being a corporate space, exhibitions of the corporate collections. This is actually the first time they're opening their door. An outside space, outside space, be able to sell the works. Commercial exhibition, which is the norm here at Sunland Private Wealth. So going back to how the presentation is, um, I messed with I made it so then each of the walls, um, so then you have the dynamism, uh, uncomfortable when you get into the space, you know, it's not this nice, comfortable cube like you're so used to when you go to exhibitions, right? Show that you're going to come and think, oh, that was nice, you know. If anything else, oh, that was different. That was interesting. That was... Well, Nolan, um, um, sorry, my brother, we just pause you there. Your sound, your sound, you can have a dip there. I think you've got really soft. Oh, shit. I can barely hear you now. Um... Uh, okay, everybody, we had a bit of a break there, a bit of a sound technical issue and all of that. Uh, but if you've been watching this podcast, this channel, you know what happens probably way too often than it's supposed to. So anyway, um, Nolan, <laughs> uh, we were just saying, um, or rather you were saying, or you were, you were explaining to us the... Um, uh, 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 you know, the, the, the setup of the work. The sound is a bit dipping here and there, but just for my listeners, um, I just want to reference something is that you said that one of the, I mean, the title of the show uh, is titled um, The Inner City Views, which you said was influenced by that uh, Marvin Gaye classic of the, what's the album, the What's Going On album, uh, The Inner City Views. And like, I like the way you explain it. You're trying yeah. to sort of, sort, of, sort of make yes. the space uncomfortable by being more, I guess more, more real, <laughs> um, um, and like and like that point you made earlier on of um, of all these art students in the inner city um, that lacks, um, you know, people actually coming through to the studio. My brother, that's actually quite a very interesting point that I want to expand on quite, but maybe not right now uh, because I think that is probably one of the biggest Achilles heels of the art industry is that you have all this talent all over the country, but nobody wants to go look at their studios. They must, um, the, 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 the narrative is the artist must always go to the people. And I think that's complete bullshit. 
the, the whole thing is supposed to work the other way. And there is a solution, just to remind you. But we will get to it. Um, my brother, um, is this for my listeners? So, um, yeah, because the sound is a bit dipping and it's a bit weird and funny, um, we're just going to uh, sort of pause this side of the recording. Nolan will go down through to the show and um, we'll have a, uh, we'll sort of, we'll sort of go through some of the artworks and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can, if the, if the sounds any better, if, if he can, if he can explain some of it. If not, we'll just go and look at some of the work and we'll get back to the, stu- uh, opposite the studio, to the room where he is now and then we'll just talk um, about it um, a bit more in detail. So to my listeners, uh, yeah, so, so Nolan, I'm just going to click, I'm just going to pause the recording. You'll go through to the uh, thingy. Um, I, yeah, and we'll take it from there. All right, nice one, nice one. Here we go. We are, we are recording. Say, everybody, so Nolan's back in the studio. So my brother, take us, um, take us, um, I found the studio, the gallery space, sorry, then take us through the exhibition. All right, so when you get onto the sixth floor, There'll obviously be a wall text explaining what the exhibition is. Um, there's like a security desk, and then the exhibition begins. And as you can see, what I was telling you earlier about the way the walls are ragged, um, that's kind of the presentation that I've created, right? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to take you through and begin with the, one of the works you had liked when I sent you some of the images. Um, yeah, so by Mami Kumalo, right? Wow, and this piece cool. was actually right up front, just for interest's sake, right? Wow. Um, but we have to now move it over here because a lot of the people who work here, this is like an open boardroom space, Okay. found this work very disturbing and <laughs> thought it was like bad negative energies and it had bad luck and... All that kind of superstitious. So we had to move it to this end, which is kind Uh, of interesting because Kumalo herself is like a traditional healer, right? But that's not what this work here is about. But yeah. Is it possible if you could just show us a bit more closer? Can we just get a bit more closer to the work? I'll get a bit closer to it. All right, all right. Wow. This is the this is incredible and she's a very trippy artist as you can see right so this work specifically so the exhibition is broken down into different themes this work was under the theme of insecurity right remember it deals with issues of the city right so this work specifically deals with from a once you've dolled yourself up and you're feeling yourself and you're looking great and stuff and you go outside, and the first thing you get is people saying, oh, hello, sweetie, hello, darling, you're my size, and all the cat calling that woman <laughs> get, right? And all the eyes that get put on you, right? Yeah, man. And how yeah, that man. can go, once your woman, make you go from feeling beautiful to something that is grotesque and ugly, right? Wow. So that is what this is about, and it's, this piece is called Eye Power, so it's the power of people's eyes, you know. I love it. And I deals it. with safety and security, you know. So not about the other stuff that people are seeing. Um, and then a different work I wanted to take you to is this right here by an artist that we also have named Temba Kumalo. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, if you can, this is um like salvaged wood that is picked up from the streets, right? Sure. Um, and if you look at the eye area, he always does stuff around the eye because he himself has had an injury. So if you see the cat, his yeah. eye is completely white. And he speaks a lot about how he traumatizes the wood in the same way his body was traumatized, right? But within that process, he's created something of beauty. You know, like you can literally see the fragment of this image, right? When you stand back from it, you start seeing the image a lot more yeah. fuller. But yeah. You go closer, to it, it starts fragmenting, right? Yeah. Beautiful. And you start seeing little details like around the mouth, for example. You start seeing like 
uh, notation, music notation, right? And then that starts speaking about the fact that if you walk into the city, there's no silence. There's music coming out of taxis. There's music coming out of shops. There's old ladies selling vegetables, singing gospel hymns. There's people whistling. There's no silence in the city, right? But on his personal capacity, this artist works a lot with music in the same that most artists do, right? We live and we work around music like you do yourself with you have like jazz playing or hip hop playing, you know, that's just yes, basically man. how we operate as creatives, right? So very much a part of that inner city dynamic, right? Love um, it. Love, love it. Other piece, I'm taking you to all the really, really dynamic works, right? Yes, 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 this, yes. Yeah. Something that's like out of the norm. So I'm giving you all the out of the norm kind of work. Yeah. This artist, yeah, um, he cuts up rubber and tires and those kinds of things to create his three-dimensional kind of assemblage works, right? And what he's doing is he's saying, okay, the realities are that as children, we might play with tires and pretend they're cars, right? But from the outside, people will see that as, an oh, shame, those kids don't have any money to buy toy cars. But from yeah. the inside, we're not thinking just black people. We're thinking we are driving these cars, right? And that's Love our it. reality as black people. We don't look at the negativity. We take what we have and we create from that, right? Which is what he has done, yeah, and which is what Temba did in the wooden world, is he took what he had and he created from what he had. So... The initial response would be the initial response would be I'm going to create art. I need artist paper. I need canvas. I need pencils, brushes, paint, or whatever yeah. the expected norms are. Right. Yeah. Most of the times, black don't have those tools or the finances yeah. to create those. Yeah. So let's do what we can with what we have. That sure. is the aesthetic of African. Right. Sure. And here we see him taking rubber, and he's taking bits of material. And made Stanley. an image like that. Um, another example of this, I just want to give you a twofold example, right? Threefold example. This artist right here, Zamani Kaba, um, a very, very traditional kind of work in terms of media, right? Speaking about like him coming from a sisterous background where all his family members aunts, uncles, grandparents wear clothes, right? And he's coming into the inner city thinking he's going to make it big, this character. He's going to make it big as a seamstress person. But when he gets to the inner city, he soon realizes he can't afford to even make the clothes, wear the clothes that he makes, right? And this artist in his own capacity starts struggling to make a living through art, right? And he goes from making works like this to, sorry, I'll just give you a quick rundown of how just look at the jaggedness of the space to making works like that, where in our space, which was just a, a building that had been transformed into studios, he then tears up all these mats that we'd like lying around, um, cuts them up into a moth or a butterfly and starts making art on it and creating these things, making them into butterflies and then creating works from something that was not a work, right? And if you look Love at this you. on a level, that whole idea of the caterpillar then being transformed in the bud that then becomes a butterfly or a moth is that whole idea of renewal, right? That hope for something better, that I'm coming to Johannesburg, I'll hope to get something better, right? That's what we start seeing, yeah, very tangibly so. Because if you look at the carpets, it's something that you walk over, right? Something oh. that's underfoot, something that's paid very little attention to and treated like nothing, right? As in most people are treated when they come to the city, right? Sure. So now a button and an artwork, which is revered and sold for that amount of money, you know? So try and get it. I don't know if it's focusing. Is that, is that, is that 5,000 or 50,000? Uh, let me just oh, see. 45,000. Okay. Okay. 40, 45, yeah. You know, so it's taking something that had no value to something that has value. Love it. Right. Love it. And included in that idea is same artist, this kind of aesthetic, 
where it's a giant sewing machine, but like imposing itself on the masses of the country. Yeah, man. You know? The whole idea of the machine, as in the government, oh, having their yes, sense. Yes. You know, incredibly powerful work once you start engaging with it. You know, oh. two works like that, another piece by Mami Kumalo, um, and works like this, a piece by Michael Selikani, pieces by Michael Selikani, you know. Um, the works on show at this exhibition deal a lot with blackness, if I can be so bold to say that. Black realities, yeah. blackness. Yeah, yeah. Um, cultural realities. Because even though we live in the city, I'm just trying to figure out a way for you to see this and how big it is. Yeah, even though yeah. we live in the I city, the, I get this thing. You know, are still entrenched with us. You know, people still do Nkitis. People still do slaughterings. People still do have Lebola negotiations. Even though we're in an urban environment, that stuff doesn't go away. You know, yeah. it might go away maybe, yeah, in Santon, where we are, somewhat, but it doesn't go away. We are still in Africa. And that is the sentiment I wanted to bring to this space. You know, I didn't want to create a, an exhibition in Santon that isn't part of the realities that we live in. You know, Love um, this work, I think this would be the last work I think we'll speak about. Okay. Okay. Um, that's okay with you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This work is by a male artist, um, Sipamandla X, who is Lazy Hound's younger brother. Right. Oh, and okay. Yeah. yeah. So all these artists are part of our group of artists that we have at Asisibenze, right? But yes. what he's doing with this, if you notice, this is the form of South Africa, right? Oh, that skinny one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Skinny one. <laughs> yeah, which chubby <laughs> Masada Africa? <laughs> My brother, I don't follow those pageants, but I know one of them wants some okay. global thingy. They all okay. look the same to me. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Yeah, but this was that that era where they had to treat a black person. You know? So yeah, this is the black one that was universe too. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Watched what he then says within a work like this is that um it's a comment a commentary on feminism and women, right? Yep. That we look at this woman, we see her as beautiful, as we do every woman, right? We see a woman, we're like, oh, this woman's so beautiful. But we don't know the complexities that God behind that veil of makeup, behind the veil that woman set up. Like a woman yeah. can be going through like an abusive relationship, but we will not know about it, you know, because it'll be put behind the curtain of makeup or the curtain of whatever, you know. Um, and these works start speaking about particularly his practice that speaks about the strength that a woman would have in order to go on day by day living in that kind of way you know so a lot of these artworks are about personal um personal relationships that they've had like that this artwork relates to his mother and how he had not known his mother for a long time and only heard that his mother was very beautiful and lived in Johannesburg right so he'd watch tv and be like this could be my mother. She's very beautiful. She lives in Johannesburg. This could very well be my mother, right? Um, only to find out one day when he did get to meet with his, mother, with his mother that she was in an abusive relationship. And even though she was incredibly beautiful, she had a lot of pain underneath that beauty. So that's what that work starts talking about. If there's any work you'd like me to speak about, just um, you know, pause I know me. That this work is this is this is this is stunning, man. So I've got yeah, a yeah. bunch of like questions and reflections on um on 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 everything. Um, and just for my listeners, please, guys, if you like enjoyed what you're watching, please like, subscribe, and um share this channel. Like, subscribe, and comment okay. <laughs> to, to 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 this channel. Um, my brother okay. Nolan. Um, let's just let's just pause this session for now. Um, mm -hmm. if possible, man, because the sound is coming through pretty well, man, maybe you can sit on one of those cool ass couches over there and we can talk and okay. maybe can we break down the, you know, and I can share some of my views and we can share some other um, perspectives and ideas of the show. So, uh, <clears throat> um, excuse me. So, um, yeah, 
this is this is this is stunning and 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 i get what you're saying in terms of like how you're laying it out and 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 and, and, the, and the overall narrative and i get to the thing with the moth and 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 and, and those pieces of rubber it, it, it's beautiful so okay man i think we're running out of time if you know so my brother i'm gonna close the session start another one and um to my listeners okay. i'll see you shortly okay sure okay all right cool. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me everybody my yeah my throat is still full of phlegm um nolan um yeah man firstly firstly um, many uh, many congrats on the on the curating on the curating of the show um, um and the and the actual layout i think that's actually quite dynamic i love the way um i love <laughs> It's actually quite funny and quite interesting was the um, the one with the eyes how how people attached a uh, a uh, 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 superstition you know you know to it in a corporate space i find that i find that narrative quite interesting i didn't realize that the corporate environment is a superstitious environment at all in fact i thought that or my understanding always of a corporate environment is that uh is that it's all about numbers facts and figures you know there's no little very little gray areas everything's always black or white but the fact that that that, that, that something is visually so uh, uh strong and and googly man I, i don't know what else what other word i can use um that there's superstition attached to that i think that's actually quite i find it funny but this but it's also a, a very interesting uh, a story there so that's the one thing i pointed out I just want to point out a few more things and we can break it down and I want to ask you a question uh, uh based of based of based of all of that uh <clears throat> the other the other thing that also resonates is the is the personal stories that the artists are telling so once again it's um it's the artist's personal struggles which they conceptualize um so one thing one thing we all we all know very well about the inner city is that is that uh, uh it it it, it I mean you literally stay in a little box so as a as a creator your creativity sort of bounces off the walls um 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 and you fill that uh, a void i i guess with you know your own uh, reflections perspectives and and so forth and i think that resonates because the um the the, the part with the uh with the the one with the with the, the portrait with the with the with the bits of rubber that that that's cut out versus the moth that's also that that's also beautiful it also shows to me as a viewer of how the artist um views himself how how the artist views materials how the artist views their situation and i think that thing also resonates really in a post pandemic world um um and one thing that i've been covering consistently on this platform is how artists have been adapting to this post pandemic world so one of the things that i've noticed is that artists are also becoming um i guess more truer to themselves but also more spiritual or getting in touch more with the spirituality and um you know and 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 they, and they all conceptualize that differently and using different mediums of course and different language in, in terms of writing and so forth um so those two things they um really and also the layout but i think we'll get to the layout a bit a bit later so base of base of base of those up on the soft there so just to take it back a bit you're saying that these guys all work um in this in this art studio um close to park station close to what so i know that area it's quite busy um and i guess it's really ground zero for the jobuk in a city for any of my international listeners i'll probably expand on that point on some other time but it's a really hectic very busy very noisy type of type of space so um Firstly, no, let's just take a step back and if we get to the artists. Um these artists that's featured in the show are these all the artists that's featured um that works in these um studios or are they curated or did you specifically go out and you know choose this and this and this one? Um so I wanted to have all the artists in the space be exhibiting in the show. We have had three new artists join us. Um obviously um Brassamson Nisi passed away so he's not part of our show. Um, this happened last year but the three new artists who joined us joined after all the work was submitted for Sunday and after the bureaucracy was done so they're the only artists who are not part of the show everybody else which is 22 artists are part of the show right now so we have 25 artists in the building 
Um, my brother, just a technical thing, man. Um, the sound is the sound is still clear, but it's still a bit soft. Could you maybe just hold the microphone a bit closer? Oh, okay. Is that any better? Yeah, maybe can you show your face, not to be too finicky. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, don't know how to do this. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that the sound is a bit is a bit dipping. But but anyway, but anyway, man, let's not let's not let's not get lost in in, in these technical things here. But um, the thing is, I can't you, hear you if I take out the buds. Do I sound Do I sound clearer now? Yeah. Okay, man. So Nolan, you were uh, you explained to us that there was about twenty five artists that you guys was this twenty five artists was working yeah. in the studio or was part of the but we have 22 artists part of this exhibition because we've had three new inclusions in our space. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, man. So, 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 so just another follow-up question on that, man. Um, are you just, just talking about your relationship with the studio? Um, what's your relationship? Are you a curator? Are you an artist yourself? Um, um, no, I'm a curator in the space, but because of my arts writing background too, I kind of, guide and mentor the artists unofficially, you know, mm. like I'll have sessions with the artists to try and figure out the trajectory of their work, you know, and where their work could go. And that would mean anything from bringing in magazines, books, yeah. videos, documentaries, fashion things, you know, just to give them a bit more theoretical background to the practice that they're already doing. So Love it. I don't really Love know it. how to call that, but that's, uh, that's just uh, my work. Uh, uh, you know, I, I actually think that we should actually start like our own like kind of art dictionary because there's a bunch of phrases and stuff which is quite unique to South Africa and the way the way we work, the way we reason. So for me, you don't need to explain, but uh, to the listeners, to the listeners, you can just figure out. So it's almost as it's almost as if you were a coach of some sort. Yeah. And you look at the artist, you see, okay, maybe he's not running fast enough. I should do this. That's dope, Nolan. That's fucking dope, my brother. So, based on based on that, man, let's just get back to the uh, to the actual exhibition. Um, in the in the title, the you were saying that the Institute is the mod. I'm actually gonna listen to the track after this recording. Um, yeah. um, 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 you also you do a lot of a lot of your stuff, a lot of a lot of your uh, uh, exhibitions that you that you put together. I've noticed you always like to work with music as a central theme. Um, in this regard, mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about that, man. Is that is that? I, I, I look, man, because I know you personally. I I I, I know your uh, associate your 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 relationship with music. So I get that. But on a marketing point, and this is kind of where I want to shift this latter part of this recording to is marketing and sales and 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 the national buying and selling of art. So is does does the music element um does it do anything to inspire sales? Does it inspire marketing? Um, no, um, so just to give you an understanding, you and your, your viewers and listeners an understanding to how I've used music in the past, I've curated a show called, um, Sounds in the City, where each artwork would have an MP3 player next to it, right? And then the world artists would obviously select a song and then make a work out of that song. And that work needed to deal with the complexities of the city, right? For example, um, the police Roxanne, right? I had an artist in the exhibition that I did who chose the police Roxanne, but then did a work about how women are treated as um, prostitutes in the city, you know? And that then got switched in the same way when you watch a music video after listening to a song, your visual, your mental visualizations of that song change, right? So what that exhibition did was change the visualizations you have with all the associations you have with the song and put that in an African context, right? So when you ask me if music has any impact on sales, it doesn't. Um, I basically just do that to like, for my own benefit, right? Like none of my artists have even heard of the song. Very few of them have heard of the song, right? That's when you realize you're getting old, you know? <laughs> so yeah, like you don't know freaking Marvin Gaye, dude. Yeah, right. I can see. So, I can see the the, the 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 some of the oldness. The the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too right. right. Moving right along. Okay, moving right um, along. Okay. The the the, so, the point about. Uh, okay, finish, Misha. 
Okay. Um, so in terms of like the music, what I'd use that for as a connecting thread, right? Something to just tie the exhibition together, you know? Um, so I'm thinking anybody will have an added experience to the exhibition, you know? But for the artists who aren't familiar with the song, it's something new they can add to their toolbox. You know, it makes stuff a bit more interesting. But it didn't impact the selection of works because most of the works we have already. Um, something that makes our studio space a bit different to other studio spaces is we use art in lieu for rent, right? So we, we make we allow the artist to pay for their rental studio spaces. Giving us art. Okay, the line is just the line is breaking up. So most of the art that we have on the natural new Okay, continue. Sorry. Um so what, what I'm saying is the artists could have made new work if they chose to for this exhibition. But there was no need for that because we as a gallery space had quite a few of the the pieces already. You know. Yeah. Um, just in terms of we had them for rental. Um, but if a work does and when the works have been sold, sold, the work then goes 100%. Obviously, I think like we take like a 30% cut or something. Um, the yeah. work then goes straight to the artists. But what happened to you? No, no, I'm here, I'm here. I just, yes. I just turned off my um, video because the, because the line but, is the yeah, in terms of music, make the line so, so, but, but I'm here, I'm continue, and we're still recording, so. Oh, okay. No, no stress. All right. All um, okay, so in terms okay, of music, it's basically just my own thing, mate. It's just to you make, said, you said it, add something yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting to me. Um, 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 you said, a, you said a bunch of, you said a bunch of stuff there, which I, which I, which I find super interesting. Firstly, like just the point on on music, uh, just another perspective on that. This is something I oh, oh, before we get into that. Hmm? Yeah. Hello. Sorry. Um. So when you when you initially started asking me questions, um, you yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, continue. Is that cool? Uh, yeah, yeah look, there's a bit of a break there, but, but 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 continue. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Oh, crap. All right. So what I wanted to say about that in terms of like the corporate world finding that work superstition, superstition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that has a lot to do with how the country as a whole has changed, right? Corporate doesn't mean whiteness anymore, like predominantly whiteness. We have a lot of people in the black community who are now working in corporate, right? And because they're working in corporate doesn't mean their base understandings of how the world works disappear, um, engaging in traditional culture you know, engaging in traditional cultural beliefs, right? Yeah. And that's where I think that part of that cultural, traditional understanding of life then gets... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, to my listeners, um, there's a bit of a... Yeah, I think just... that kind of would be an answer to why that is um okay nolan there's just a there's just a bit of a um and I, this is definitely on my side um the line is a bit dodgy over here but this is definitely on my side it's not on you do you so, um <clears throat> yeah everybody sorry about that man it's just that um this is probably something wrong in the area the line keeps dipping but um, Nolan, I got what you were saying about how you're using sound. Um, I just wanted to make a point about um, about something that I've that I've noticed um, in Ahmed. Just just in art in general, 
is that when when most of our senses are, are, are so in other words if, if if sight sound and touch or smell if um if those senses are sort of awakened or or, or, or partaking in you and enjoying the art i've noticed that just that just like messes in a good way with how people interact with art so, so if you both see yeah and maybe smell you know you know i i i i just think that working with multiple senses is like i just think it's really it's really cool and 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 given that we're now in this um fourth industrial revolution uh, um post-pandemic world where everything is virtual i mean we're doing this interview virtually those type of senses matter so if i can so like like where you are now like if i can look see you know but you you, you see my point um, um i just want yeah. to highlight that i i just think that's really cool and, and, and that's really something that um that actually stands out from what you were saying another point about the um interesting thing that that, that 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 you said about how the studio works and how you guys use art for the um you know to pay for rent and so forth um that's actually a, a topic that actually reminds me something maybe we can actually do a separate interview or a, a, a recording on that in the future because i'm um what i think what i've been noticing in a post-pandemic world is that how these old structures are just don't work anymore bro, my brother like i i don't think it's sustainable and it definitely doesn't like it, it it definitely doesn't, doesn't give us any new markets and it definitely every so so so, so me explain to you like this when spotify came into the market it changed the way we consume music and so what musicians did was they adapted their music to those platforms and you can say the same about netflix right so those are those though 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 those people operate or rather we as visual artists operate in a similar space right just um as as well with with writers and um, that's something I'm busy developing right now. is a is a platform for for visual art that will op- operate similarly similar to like a well, not a streaming platform because we're not streaming art, but 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 you know we will have virtual uh, shows like what we're doing right now. Um, but but you know, and more in, in augmented reality, and there's and there's a few other tricks that we are experimenting with. Um, so so so. I'm just, I'm just, you know, in in my personal space, I'm just very critical on like the old thing where the artists are going to a room, you got to pay for rent there, you you have your rent or your bond where you pay in your house, um, and your work is that's that's a lot of pressure for especially in a post pandemic world. It's a lot of pressure for the artist, and not everybody can always deal with that. So that's just a point. I'm just putting it out there. And I said, I'll, I'll contact you maybe along the line. We can talk extensively about that because I'd love to pick your brain on that. So um, just to get back to the show, um, fantastic stories. Love the stories. I love the way you put it. I love the way you arranged everything. Um, 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 and just from a visual point, I love the use of color. Um, 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 and and I don't see a corniness or monotony in the portraits, which is unfortunate, which we find too much these days, you know, where it's just like happy faces or sad faces or whatever. There's a lot of character and stories, so I think that is that is very cool. So can you just give us like a, can you just give me like a, like an overview on um, how do you, what's your views on, on all the work? Because we look at them individually. Um, uh, what do you think is the biggest driving or how can I say, if I was somebody from, let's say, from Sao Paulo, Brazil, um, and I'm looking at the show, what elements of the show would you want somebody else to, you know, to look forward to or to look out for? Um, that's such an interesting question, mate. Um, so I think in order to answer that, we need to understand the dynamics of why South Africans or even Africans use portraiture soft. Right. Um, so within the portraiture space, like let's 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 not fuck around. Yeah, portraiture's been around for over seven hundred years, right? Yeah. Like Europeans have been making portraits since you know the Mona Lisa days, right? Yeah. But only now, once black faces are part of the arts industry, is the narrative within the arts industry that Ooh. we've had enough of portraiture. Right? Nice one. Very nice one. Right. I think that's incredibly interesting. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, so that that's that's always something that I'm very ready to push back against. You know, 
But also similarly to that is the fact that most of our artists, like most artists within the continent of Africa, either self-taught, mm. excuse me, or um, go to institutions where theory is not like the the most paramount of um, targets in the institution, right? It'll all be about like skill sets, right? Like teach the teach the students how to draw, teach mm. the students how to paint. They'll come up with a theoretical component later, right? Mm. How to conceptualize their work and all that kind of stuff, right? And coming from an African background, when you tell people you're an artist, the first question you get asked predominantly is, oh, you make art. Can you draw me? <laughs> Drawing faces is the norm of what is considered art within an African context. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we have so many portraits within the African context. Love it. Right? I love that I'm answer. Not, I'm just saying these are the reasons why we are the way we are, right? So for artists who aren't like that, for artists who've been able to step out of that box, um, these are artists who are privileged enough to engage with art from, I don't know, elsewhere, you know, the theoretical components of art, the conceptual components of art. And that might be something as silly as being able to watch YouTube videos, right? Mm -hmm. But in today's markets, that is easier said than done. You know, like even today's interview, like the space I'm in right now hasn't got Wi-Fi, right? The Wi-Fi is proprietary, which means that the information that gets bounced around for Sunlab employees and yeah. the private wealth employees are very sensitive information, right? So they're not just giving that stuff up. So for me, ahead of this conversation, the conversation with me and you was, how much data do you think I would need? And that is me and you, you know, some people who have jobs. Most artists are not in as lucky a position, you know. So getting data and getting access to information, not so easy. So that is why drawing faces is the main route and access point for most artists. So Love I'd it. like people to just be aware of those complexities when engaging with African art. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I think you just nailed that answer there. If that, that's a mic drop moment there, Mr. Nolan Stevens, for sure. <laughs> so I think I'll just leave it there. Uh, I just want to add, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I just want to add on to, or just make another point on that. Um, um, I totally agree with the, with, 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 with that thing, with, with the explanation on portraits. Um, I also, as I said earlier, like I see, I see a lot of stories and very interesting um, 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 dynamics and um, perspectives on how, um, or rather, how certain artists tell certain stories through portraits. Like I love the one about the, about you said about the artist and their mother. Um, that was actually quite. That was actually quite beautiful and lonely and yeah, and all those other lonely. <laughs> like emotions but there was actually a beauty in it as well and um that is stunning that, 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 that's that was really stunning also um i just want to take it back to you to the point you made about the corporate world changing i love that i actually didn't think of that it shows you how little interaction i've been doing with the corporates for the past few years i still have this pre you know because i know it's just this fucking white yuck Mm. Don't really like yeah. the corporate folks that much. <laughs> not that I, well, I must be careful what I say. Um, it's not that I don't like it. I like your money for sure. Um, I'm just a creative. <laughs> um, I, I like creative people. Conservatism, yeah. I don't sit, don't gel with it. But anyway, before I, you know, say stuff, I'm just going to bite my career. Um, my brother, just to, just to bring it back to the show, because there's a bunch of other things I sort of talk to you about. Um, with regards to how the art ecosystem works, but I think it'll take it off the, the show, and I kind of, <clears throat> yo, excuse me, and I kind of don't want to do that. So I'm, so I'm thinking we can actually do another separate recording. Um, I'll, I'll drop you a voice note um, sometime with what I'd like to, because uh, there's a few points that um, I think is necessary because I think the art world is changing. I think the world is changing, and more importantly, people's movements have changed, and um, how they consume uh, everything. Um, people's shopping habits have to, uh, are changing. Um, um, and I'm talking about South Africans, not not globally. So, excuse me. Our um, our shopping habits, um, what we what we are consuming, and how much we're consuming, um, and and you don't have to look far uh, further than Netflix 
Um, um, and we have that writer strike going on in America right now, which is a very interesting narrative. How that's also gonna, you know, impact how how much we are consuming. So, but and but anyway, that takes off your show over there. So, um, just give us just give my listeners some more details on the show. So, for example, how long is it running for? Um, you know, who do they contact? Um, and so forth. You know, those like those technical bits of information. Okay. So this is a three-month-long show, which oops, sorry, um, which is very long for the content yeah. of an art yeah. exhibition. Yeah, very. Um, and the plan was to rotate works each month. So this is the second month, and it will end at the end of August, right? Um, if people want any information on who we are as an art space, Asisibenze Art Atelier. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook. We have a website that is constantly being updated. Um, yeah. And yeah, those are the spaces to stalk us. Uh, can you give us the, the website acceptable name? Assisabenze um, Art Atelier dot co.za, I think. Okay. If not, dot com. Just okay. Okay. Well, I'll put the Yeah, Yeah, but it'll come up if you just Google it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put the I'll I'll put the I'll put the information up on there for sure. Um, Nolan yeah, Stevens, fun. my brother, thanks for being so cool about trying experiments with us. Um, I thought it was really cool. Oh, good. Um, I love the fact that I mean I said it like the the fact that you keep using music. Um, personally, I think that can be expanded on. Um, I think that that's also why that's why I didn't want to get into the other part that I wanted to talk to you about, and I kind of take it off the actual show. And I wanted to keep it just on um, the current show. But I think that's definitely something that can be spent on, especially in the augmented reality. And um, all the best for the show. And to my, to my listeners also, like if you guys want any other information on this, I will have it all in the description down below. And uh, <clears throat> as you said, it will be up till August. So that'll be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so my brother, all the best for that. Um, I will publish this episode soon. I'll work on it soon, soon, soon. Um, I see we have a bit of a network issue here as well, so maybe it will be done either on Friday or Saturday morning, but I'll be in touch with you with regards to that. Um, and any other additional information on these, on the ACC Benze Inner City View exhibition will be all in the description below. So all my listeners, please like, subscribe, and comment to this channel. You know, and help, you know, help me, help me expand this algorithm, you know. Let's tell uh, YouTube that we're happening. We feature the most talented people in the world. I like to believe in the world, but definitely in South Africa. Um, so all the best. So, yeah, just help us grow with that. Nola Stevens, my brother, I'll be in touch with you in the next coming days with regards to this episode and something else. All the best with the show. Thanks for being so cool about everything. Um, I just love everything and I love the answers and everything. And, you know, since I started the show on a bit of a somber note, um, that thing is actually hanging over my head. Um, just take care of yourself, my brother. Um, we're losing too many. I mean, Samson CC passed away last year. You know, um, yeah. Let's just let's just take care of ourselves. My 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 one coach always like to say, we spread black love, and like we care for other black people. So hashtag black love, hashtag creativity. Nolan Stevens. My brother, big up, um, and I'll speak to you real soon. Thanks, homie. Appreciate it. Peace. One love.